When a partner has anger problems and they bring it into a relationship, where do you draw the line and how do you even handle it? Or are you the one struggling with anger in relationships? If so, stay with me as I will share a lot of helpful insights around both these topics. Hi and welcome, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, which is a book of 679 medical ailments where I discuss ailments that, is, that has and share the same trigger point between all of us collectively. And so guys, welcome to today's talk about anger in relationships. Now, whether you are on the receiving end of it or the initiator, I would like to here start off by looking at being the initiator of anger, meaning the person who feels challenged with anger in a relationship. One thing that I've learned that the reason why a person brings their unresolved anger into a relationship and also perhaps, you know, maybe consciously or subconsciously projects it onto the other partner could be that maybe they feel safe enough with that person to show them their wounded side, but also in a guarded way by masking it with their anger. It's almost like someone is asking for help and support. It's like, you know, please help me, but don't come too close. Now, to make this very clear, anger is not an excuse. And neither is, you know, in, in this case, in my explanation, it's not an excuse for being on the receiving end of someone else's anger. Because that anger is normally 99.9% .9 of the time, not the other person's fault. And it's completely unrelated to them. Now, it could be that, let's say, if you are at the receiving end of it, that you might actually hold a safe space for them to offload how they feel. But in most cases, their anger is not actually about, you know, about you. It's more so about how they feel deep down. And their anger is a very complex expression of unresolved wounds from the past that could have been triggered by the environment or perhaps even you know, a simple conversation that they had with you that brought up strong conscious or subconscious wounded memories of their unresolved past. And their anger is now being taken out on you. So you see, anger here is also used in relationships to maybe, you know, in some cases, emotionally control a person. Now, the reason why this level of control is there could maybe be because of many different reasons. It could be due to fear of losing you. And also maybe that they think as well that he or she, you know, meaning you are going to leave them anyway. So I might as well push them away before they hurt me. This is a classic example of, say, you know, rejection and abandonment trauma that's now being projected onto a person in a relationship. And this is often the most challenging type of dynamics to deal with because it does require self-improvement work for the person who's challenged with anger to resolve this wound in order to stop the cycle of projection. Now, this is not your responsibility. If you have a partner that has anger problems, that is not your responsibility. It sounds harsh to say, but you can't heal on behalf of someone else. They must be willing to heal this themselves. 
So right now, you might wonder, where does that leave me? And to be honest, the answer is simpler than what we tend to make it because in most cases, we are so attached to believing that someone can change, you know, that we actually start to finally have, that we start to make up excuses for them, right? So we also, you know, we're also very much attached to believing that someone, um, you know, that they can change from a perspective as well, that they will finally be able to meet our unmet needs, right? They'll finally be able to meet it if I just stick it out long enough in this relationship. But then you do that and the person doesn't change and you still stay there for hoping that this person will change until the pain and the burden of the relationship becomes so heavy that you start to suffer. And this is when a relationship can either make or break you. Meaning either leave, you know, meaning it's like either leave for the sake of your own well-being and come to a conscious understanding as to why you perhaps stayed so long in that relationship. Did you maybe need to be needed by this person? Did it give you a sense of purpose or value at the time? If so, it begs the question, what do you feel is or was missing in you emotionally that caused you to be and feel so distracted by this relationship? Was anger part of your childhood experiences? Meaning, you know, maybe were mom or dad perhaps angry people, which means that anger could have become your comfort default position. You know, I noticed with people who grew up in a very angry and a very aggressive environment that this type of environment becomes their comfort zone. It becomes normal and they subconsciously seek out partners and circumstances that will feel similar to their childhood environment. So sometimes their need for love and acceptance was met by abuse and anger. And it begs the question, was this maybe the case for you? Because when this pattern is repeated enough, a person can subconsciously start to associate love with anger. And they then become a frequency match. It's almost like an energetic match and feel attracted to people who have abuse tendencies and anger problems. But then your common logic does kick in after a while by responding in a negative emotional state and reaction towards these negative circumstances indicating to you that even though it feels normal, it is not healthy for you. And leaving this kind of environment is most likely the best option if the other person is not willing to work on and resolve their anger. Now, if your partner does not resolve their anger and they don't want to improve themselves, then staying with them becomes a conscious choice. Now, it is a conscious decision to be unhappy, especially when you know now that the person is not going to change. Now, another angle to this topic of dealing with an angry partner is what I would call the copycat approach. Now, this is when anger can also be used as a form to control and intimidate you. And the reason for this could be that they observed their parents or perhaps a person that they admired you know, having a similar dynamic and they copied the style of behavior and brought it into their relationships. Now, they could be using, for example, their anger to show that they will not be controlled in any way, shape or form, 
which is normally due to feeling powerless or feeling suffocated or feeling overly controlled in their past. And unfortunately, you are now bearing the brunt and the consequences of someone else's mistakes. Now, this type of approach and behavior is still not your responsibility to fix and to tolerate. And staying with a partner who has you know, anger, anger problems do come with the dark side because the longer you stay and not take action towards working through these challenges, the more acceptable this type of pattern and cycle will become in the relationship dynamic. Because by accepting and bringing a person into your life means that there's a part of you that now allows yourself to be vulnerable enough to love and to be loved. It also means that you allowed yourself to trust your judgment and to trust the intentions and the actions of another person. And when things in a relationship starts to go wrong, and you start to feel you know, neglected or abused by the partner's anger, then this bond and this trust between the two of you is broken. And the cycle now of vulnerability escalates because not only is your trust and your partner now broken, it has also been disrupted within your relationship with yourself because you trusted your judgment walking into this relationship in the first place. So emotional damage is not just done to you, but also within your relationship with yourself. And that is why leaving a relationship where the partner is projecting a lot of anger onto you can leave so much damage behind. Because the damage is not just a reflection and you know, a fear of not trusting people. It's more so a question of, can you trust your own judgment again? That, you know, that we're now probably, that's where the biggest wound is lying. Now, this situation that you're finding yourself in then can spiral out of control, leaving you with your own emotional wounds. Because now, sadness and anger has become your shield and coping mechanism. Here's the second ripple effect of the copycat. And this can then take the form of being passive or aggressive isolating yourself from people that you meet or being standoffish, being irritated, being short-tempered, and the list can go on. And you can now become stuck in feeling anger and sadness because these emotions are now symptoms of much deeper emotions that you are also now currently stuck with and feeling that is being activated. Now you can also become stuck with anger and sadness because it's easier to identify and understand these emotions rather than understanding or having conscious awareness of the deep-seated pain that goes beyond the expression of anger and sadness, which is now being the victim of an angry partner. And this is what I would call passing on the torch, but in a negative way. Because the attitude that your partner projected onto you and the ways that you learn to defend yourself and to protect yourself against it could become part of your coping mechanism defenses, resulting in a big chance for you to become the aggressor in future relationship dynamics if you don't heal the stress of the emotional wounds that you experience in these type of relationships. So don't pass on the torch and don't allow anger to become your new boundary 
because of maybe what someone else has done to you. Because most of the time, new people coming into your life, they are not part of the problem. They're not part of the problem that you experienced in the past. They are not responsible for your current wounds. It is important to keep this in mind and to also have conscious awareness of that to ensure now that you can continue to build healthy relationships and support dynamics in your life because you deserve it. Now, let's have a look here at ways as to how you can deal with a partner who's challenging you with anger. So when a partner loses their temper, access what, what actually happened. Did you generally overstep and express boundary they had or are they acting in a way that is aggressive and it's out of context of what is actually taking place in your immediate connection with them at that time? They know that it is, for example, not about you if you cannot find any evidence of this. Now, this is the most important part as well, is to also it's knowing when it's actually about you or something completely different. Even if it's about you, your anger is not the best approach to solve this problem. It only adds to it. Either way, regardless of the source of their anger in that moment, trying to just have a normal and rational conversation with someone who's angry is futile. Reason being is that they are so pumped with adrenaline, they fight and flight instinctive responses are so activated and they are not thinking rationally at the time. So let it go. Let go of trying to have a rational conversation. The best thing to do is to say that you are going to just give them space and you're willing to listen to them when they feel calmer. You do not have to sit there and be blasted with their anger. If you feel unsafe, if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel disrespected, then listen to these emotional responses because they are telling you that your boundaries are now being overstepped and it is your right to remove yourself from that environment immediately. I mean, if your partner, for example, might try to intimidate you by challenging you with comments such as run away if you want to or, you know, this or that. Guys, that's a red flag. That is not okay. It is your right to leave an environment when you don't feel comfortable in it. And this is also a moment where you really truly can know and to understand what is your value and your self-worth. Now here, the first step is to become aware of what kind of role you are playing in this. Are you the peacekeeper or are you the enabler? Because either way, it empowers the person who's always projecting their anger onto you. Now, it is natural to try to minimize or, you know, any kind of strifle confrontation in your environment. I get that. But when you try to keep the peace and you allow the person who's projecting their anger at you to get away with their behavior, you try not to interfere because after all, you know, what if what you saw or heard was maybe acceptable? Maybe you're making the mistake. What if you were wrong? You know, maybe you just misunderstood what had happened. And in your mind, you are creating peace. However, the person with the anger sees it as you surrendering. And so when the abuser or the person with the anger problems, you know, spots a weakness in you, 
It indicates to them that they can get away with their behavior again. And this person now knows that your reaction will be the same the next time. And when it happens again, they will blame you for the argument that started or tell you that it's your fault. Or, you know, violence could even follow, depending on how severe your circumstances are. Now, in this case, you might feel convinced that it is your fault and that you are the origin of the problem. But in reality, you are not. So here you're now trying to take responsibility for something that is not your fault. Now let's get to step two. Make a list of words and actions and emotions that will indicate to you that your boundary in terms of how you want to be treated is being disrespected and overstepped. Example, I will go first. I know that my boundaries are being overstepped when I am being screamed at. I hate it when people raise their voice at me. It's extremely disrespectful. No one is deaf. We can all hear and see each other. There's no need to overreact like that. And so another warning sign for me is when I feel unsafe in someone's presence or when I feel that I have no free will to make my own decisions is how I wish to react. And here in this case, now the list can go on. So you see, your boundaries here are also being overstepped because in most cases, you don't know what your threshold is for dealing with an angry partner. Because by the time that you feel hurt or scared or also even angry, means that your threshold and your boundary has been overstepped a long time ago and you are now in damage control mode. You need to act before you reach the point of resentment because by that time, it's too late. Now, step three, consistency is also key. Once you establish your boundaries to your partner, then stick to it. Because if you are consistent, then they will realize that you're being serious. But if you are inconsistent, then they will think that you're just bluffing and they will continue to push you to your limits. And guys, step four, ask yourself, what are you emotionally getting out of this relationship that you won't be able to emotionally feel or have on your own if you are out of the relationship? And now your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to heal the answer to this question that I just asked you. Because this is the hook, right? This is the hook. This is why you are still feeling trapped in this relationship. So what you can do is you can go to the free guided healing session at www.guidedhealingsession.com to heal the answer that you got from that question. So start your healing journey immediately, even if you choose to. And guys, also step five, healing your boundaries. And I also have a wonderful, powerful online healing course specifically for this. And you can go to healingyourboundaries.com. It was, it's a mover and a shaker of a course. It's really going to help you to refine and define what your boundaries are, heal the wounds behind why you don't have boundaries in the first place, and also learning how to communicate that. So there you have it. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video series of Root Causes of Anger. And until then, guys, be the light that you are. 
Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Elements. And I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that and I'm spoiling it because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life. And also remember to catch me on Instagram, Yvette Rose, one with the digit one, and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye guys!